podcast. Mate, it's a fucking 143. We got we got two, 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 two special guests in the house. Wait. We can't do the intros, by the way. They have to. And of course, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say who they are, innit? They're going, innit? Yeah. We got Costa. That's me. We got Malik. That's him. Yeah. Let's go. Mate, it's a fucking nice question, man. Woo! <laughs> First of all, thank you very much, guys, for coming through. Oh, thanks for having us, man. Appreciate you guys coming. The bling, bling, fam. Honestly, oh, my he's, eyes, he's, he's the big time. No, no, no like look, boy. You come with the gold. No, why you come with the gold thing, fam? I'm a little old. Even look at the shirt. It's, look, it's matching with the shirt. You see it? Don. It's it. Look at the You see it? Malik's got the man's got the bust down. Man's got the thing. You see when you see the former boxers they go to like a boxing match. And Mike look for example, Mike Tyson. We got Mike Tyson all this. We got Malik in the house. To be fair, the other day at Progress, he did refer to himself as Mike Tyson. He did try to bite Anthony Agogo's ear off. So that's hilarious, man. Hey, intros. It's a full stretch on Nafi formerly known as Vicious Papi. To my left, I've got. When I say Guap, you say Daddy Guap. Daddy Guap. It's a strong star rating, leg drop hating, big back rubbing, Jericho loving, son of a gun, boy, Dolby, aka Soldier Lee, aka Jordan Michaels, aka Pro Guap Tees, aka the Cargill Maniac, aka I'm not gonna lie. God forgive me if I bust my nine. And in front of me, we've got. The main event liver and the champagne, champagne sipper. He really Big was. Yeah, no way. He really <laughs> was on Sundays, though. Reloading. <laughs> the main event liver and champagne, champagne sipper. Big back driller. Baby face killer. <laughs> Laps in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to my left, we got. Young people, people should probably ain't the man in the hour too sweet to be sour. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you that hilarious, fam. Reload it. Y'all be with your boy, NK, NK, man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. NK, the who's Japanese He's correspondent. NK, the CEO, the president, the commissioner of TDM. Tokyo Dome Merchants. in the building. Yeah. Look at the way he's smiling. Look at him. Smitten. He loves it. What? Can I not be kind? It's your boy Sam Blacks, Mr. Controversial, underdone. This your top five, dead or alive, big man. Mr. 150 million percent. No roly poly again this week, I'm afraid. Tottenham fans are walking out of Seven Sisters. I'm dead. You know what I mean? Mr. 150 million percent. What else, man? Nicky Bella's baby boy. Viscera. Reload it. It's got immediately, fam. You know what I mean? Immediately, 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 immediately. I mean, Sunday, we're here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bad guy, fam. And we've got our two very special guests. The floor is yours. Yeah, just ask oh, now. This okay, so, this shtick, bro. so we actually used to do a shtick a long time ago. I haven't done this in quite a while, so I'll see if I can remember this. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I am he who makes the ladies weak at the knees, the one they all just want to please, the ultimate in Greek sleaze. <laughs> Don Costa Constantino and to my left right here I have the beast of the east the cut belly of New Delhi the booty shaker money maker never quitting heavy hitting Punjabi freak Malik make some fucking noise and uh, and at one point in time, we represented that K to the O to the double S. Yes, we are the best cost industries. Mm. Same. Mr. Fucking oh, nice. Yeah. I like Costa. You got to give me the, the Mike Tyson. He uh, did. Thingy. 
cameo to you got to cameo, bro. Tell them how you're gonna eat their kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, is he love? Me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Mike Tyson, yeah. Has anyone watched the Mike Tyson thing on Disney Plus? It, look, it looks, ter- it looks terrible. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Forget what you've heard. Watch it yourself. Because I thought it looked terrible myself, but when I watched the it, it's good. Me. The way they, the way they cut from real time, not real time, but where they cut from. Now to the present to part is sick. What is it about? My Tyson's whole life. Oh, I swear. Yeah, yeah. quick, quick watch as well. Quick watch as well. Yeah, I watched like it. All of his nut stories that he's had. All of it. So everything that you've seen Matt Tyson do is in there. For example, the biting of the ear, yeah. um, the whole, the whole um, sexual assault case, the whole thing of him treating um, his first wife bad. Everything's in there. About him and Steve-O going into the toilet. Wait, I didn't hear about that. No, that was yeah, right. that was. Okay, I mean, okay, but I mean, I think stuff like was like when he bought his first tiger, when he bought um, all the stuff that's on mainstream. Yeah, his mom dying of cancer, all that sort of stuff is in there, isn't it? But it's oh, proper man. good, man. Proper good. And they've got three Mike Tyson. So you got the young Mike Tyson, you got the older Mike Tyson, yeah. you got the thing Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson had a hard life, man. Yeah, yeah. His, his his upbringing was mad, like proper sad and that, man. So. Yeah, man, if you get a chance, go watch it, man. Honestly, um, before we start this podcast, I just want to um, shed some light on some stuff as well. Um, as you know, um, majority of you know majority of us or people that watch our podcasts are you know are old and not old, but we're like thirties, twenties upwards, isn't it? One thing I would say, guys, um, if you ever feel some sort of discomfort in your life or some sort of pain or you're not feeling well, please visit the GP, man, because um, I basically saved my own life this year. Um, I found out I was diabetic in January wasn't feeling well and I remember telling you guys I was like guys <laughs> I feel like I'm sick mm. so um, I told you guys and you guys go, oh, don't listen to Google go to the hospital went to the hospital and I got back and um, found out I was diabetic in it but with the help of these men my wife um, my family and stuff I was able to recover and I'm basically yeah done using the stuff I was using before in it remission yeah. you know so yeah man guys if you ever feel some sort of type of way go get yourself checked or even another thing as well prostrate as well if you can get your prostate checked, go get your prostate checked. Mm. Like that stuff as well um, is yeah. um, serious as well, man. People I know have died from that. So mm. yeah, man. I repeat to people that died of that as well. But yeah, go get that checked, man. And yeah, be Love healthy. Yeah. You can, innit? Yeah. Nice, nice for good health. But yeah, um, thank you very much, guys, for coming through once again, man. Honestly, I think it's been a long time coming, isn't it? We've been yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. everything patterned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that feels like forever ago now. Yeah, There's so many different yeah. things have happened. Like, for us, like, I, yeah. everything pattern feels like it was last year, but it was only like, what, a few months ago? Yeah, yeah. it was February. Yeah. Was it February? Yeah, I think February. It was February, yeah, February. Yeah, February. Swear. That was, that, no, it was after I came from Jamaica. Was it that February? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you March. what month it was, but March. It, was, it was around beginning, yeah, of March. It was beginning of the year, for sure. Because, yeah. end, of, end of, I went to, I came, actually, I came out from Jamaica, then I went there, yeah. It was because when I was at Halloween, though, man. It's been a minute, yeah. 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 It's been coming for a while, but yeah, I've been listening to you guys for a while anyway. Before that, like I was saying, when I met you at that that Charlotte talk, us about it as well. Yeah, man, you lot got a good thing going here, man. Appreciate you, bro. It's always odd when people you've seen on WWE Network says that. Trust me, it's proper like raw. Like I watch you, like so. It's because it's real, man. You look thought real, isn't it? That's what it is. Um, That's what I like about it. So. Do you know what it is, bro? I can't lie. Yeah, if you listen to our early podcast, yeah, we try to do the sports analysis. Anal- anal- was it? Sports analysis. <laughs> 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 oh. um, 
Things got 55 kicks. No, no, no. We stopped that after a while. And now we're like... Did you guys hear today's news? Yeah, that. We used to do stuff like that. We used to do stuff like that. We had a list of stuff we used to talk about. But look, look our phones. Our phones are not on. We have no list here. We just do it. Man, I receive a text from Gal. Yeah, bro. It's even got to a point where like, sometimes I forget what happens on certain shows and these guys are around me. <laughs> hey, he's out on you today, boy. Uh, I'm talking about blacks. What the fuck? Oh. What? what do you mean about me, bro? I'm talking about laps. Sorry, I, I said laps. I said laps. I said laps. Anyway, I've traveled too much. Are you guys? Are you guys crazy? <laughs> you guys are mad. But yeah, this ain't about us. It's about you, bro. Um, you do too. Um, talk to us about how you first got into the industry, how you met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you all like that. It's an interesting story. You yeah, know. Well, it's both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, my my time in wrestling has been slightly longer than his. So I started. I mean, I was like everyone probably in this room been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. I had no clue that like there was a British wrestling scene. I didn't know it was a thing. I knew like I'd been told by like my grandmother about like Big Daddy and all that from back yeah, in the day, yeah, but I had no idea it was still a thing. So then. Come 2010, I went. I went to Haverhill Sixth Form College in Essex. Oh, you went Haverhill? Yeah, Haverhill, swear. Yeah, 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 I thought yeah. to go Haverhill. Yeah, no, I yeah. went down there, and uh, one of my mates who was in one of my classes, he is like the only wrestling fan I'd ever met in college, and I was like, oh, sick. So we're chatting, and he was like, there's a wrestling school literally in Romford, and I was like, oh shit, okay. So went and trained there, did a few years there, did some shows, and it ended up not being the best place to train. But then once I left there, I found. Uh, like WAW which is up in Norwich the Knight family they will run that and then Lucha as well where I met him but then through the first place I was at uh, Tom Dawkins who's Cara Noir he was like the very first person to ever teach me how to take a bump he was he was only like a year into his training at the time as well Um, but yeah I've known him since pretty much that day and then come up to Lucha met you in like 2014 15 something like that and then yeah man that's that's kind of like how I started and how about you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like for for me, it was like when I was kind kind of similar. Like it's not it's, wrestling wasn't like I don't know, maybe it was, but it wasn't like straight. It, you couldn't see it like how you can see it now everywhere in this country. You know, it was like so. As far as I was, as far as I saw it, it was just like America. You had to go to America to become a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So since I was like since since I was way back when young, right? It was like I wanted to be a wrestler. That was my thing. And like even like to the days, you know when you're playing kicking ball and like the Moogle or whatever yeah, at school yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? The session finished and then me and my boy Tony going doing like rock buttons and shit. Yeah. And um yeah, so like But I don't know, I just thought like, okay, if, if, if I wanna do this thing, the best way is to make it something yeah. and then transition over, you know, mm. do like a bad bunny or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh so yeah, so I went and done. Bad bunny is mad Malik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, yeah, so I went and I was doing like all kinds of different um, martial arts, boxing, all that kind of stuff. I oh, thought, shit. all right, let's just let's just box, let's just fight, and then we'll get there. We'll mm. do what Tyson did, and then we'll go <laughs> we'll go from there, right? I'll get myself a tiger and then come out at WrestleMania with that. Um, and then yeah, and then yeah, literally, I was walking in like uni one day, and then someone was at a Muay Thai booth there. And I was chatting about Muay Thai and then basically the conversation died to the point where the brother just wanted to go. Like he just wanted to come. And I don't know, something just said to me, like ask this guy, like he, cause I was doing so much different things at the time. I was like, let me just ask him a little bit more about what he's doing. And then he said to me, pro wrestling. And I was like, what, pro, what here? And he was like, yeah, the pro wrestling here. I was like, listen, name number now. 
<laughs> or man's gonna stalk you till I find out what you're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, his name's Breath, but he ended up taking me down to um, Lucha, and then yeah, literally first day in, went and done that, then went back to <laughs> went back to, to ABC and all and to chef shooting classes, all my like different classes, just like yeah, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I was in this wrestling thing now. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of outside for me. As far as like us two to, that together kind of meeting and stuff, like we'd met at Lucha, yeah. but like I think for like the first year we didn't really have that many conversations, barely knew each other. I used to, I'd see him and be like, yeah, I don't like this guy, he's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, you are. Um, <laughs> you get to know him, you'll find out I'm not lying. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but no, then we both got booked. This uh, one of the trainees at Lucha, this guy called Ken, he got us booked on this show in Newcastle and we ended up. He, for some reason I think he just worked out cheaper for the promoters they got us on a coach to Newcastle from London instead of like a car or anything and we ended up just sitting next to each other on this coach for like what was it six seven hours to yeah. Newcastle it was like a mega like that. Like, yeah it was oh, like yeah, you went there for no choice we had like no choice but to make conversations so like we're chatting and we're like oh shit we've actually got like a lot of funny shit in common and then literally from there we just became pals and then I'd say about six months later, we became like a tag team. Like we, the idea was there with us and like a few of our other mates. And then uh, we took him, me and so me and Tom Dawkins used to go and train up in Norwich, and then convinced him to come up with us one day. And the first show we did there, they put me and him against each other in the singles. Oh, no. And then about two months later, we went back again. And they, <laughs> Ricky Knight, bless him, he, I think he forgot that he'd ever come before. And he was like, oh, uh, we put you guys in a tag team. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. So we tagged, and literally that, that day we just Ricky Knight was like, "Yeah, there's something, there's something cool there. With you guys could work well together." And we we're like, "Yeah, that was a lot of fun." And literally from there, it's just been we're kind of stuck together since fucking <laughs> like for since 2016. So it's Ricky Knight's fault. I'm yeah, coming for Ricky you. All Ricky Knight's fault. Anything we ever do, uh, <laughs> yeah, blame him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah, the stuff at Lucha though. That's you know, we were doing a lot of shit there together as well. Um, yeah, just got out there and did some crazy shit so how, first I've got two questions here so how is it work how does it work because obviously you worked with Ricky Knight mm-hmm. um, you know his family he's been yeah, on the yeah. how is it working with Ricky Knight and his whole family and stuff and... oh mate so like they've got this reputation and like, I've said that like, I've spoken to them about this before as well like, I've said like Zach Knight the uh, I think the, yeah he's the youngest son he um, I said to him I was like how, how is it it's like you guys have this weird reputation of being so I don't know, people are intimidated by them. They seem, maybe they come across standoffish, but then you you chat to them, you will go work for them. They're fucking, they're just lovely people. Just, you know, don't fuck them off. That's the yeah, only yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah. It's like no different to anybody, but yeah, they just, yeah, yeah. I suppose maybe they just come across that way. But I've had nothing but great experiences working with them. Uh, some of the funniest stories I think I've ever had in wrestling come from working up there with them. Some of my best matches, like us two tagging against Zach and Roy up there. Um, and some of the other guys that they have up there. It's, honestly, it's some of the best stuff I've ever done. There's probably been in Norwich, and you know, not, it's not a knock on them because like they, it's weird because the way WAW works, it's like their home base fans are so severely loyal to that product. Mm-hmm. They don't really get out of Norwich and Norfolk that much as a promotion. Like that, that's their territory. They tend to stick to Norfolk, mm-hmm. um, and they have their fan base. So a lot of people in this country don't see a lot of WAW, which is a shame. Um, because like a lot of our best work has been there and not a lot of well a lot of people have seen it but within that vicinity outside yeah. of there not a lot of people have seen it yeah, yeah. So that's, that's dope and also um, I think you just uh, reflect because I know we spoke off camera innit? 
um, if you refresh us, the alumni that you was there with when you was at, um, which was it? Yeah, so like yeah. Lucha, so the head trainers at Lucha were London School Lucha Libre with Greg Burridge mm-hmm. and Gary Vanderhorn. Um, I mean, Gary's a crazy guy. Gary, <laughs> Gary's like an encyclopedia of Lucha knowledge and just crazy shit like that. He'll get you out of your comfort zone doing crazy moves that you'd like. I, I'm not a flyer. I've never been a high flyer, but I've done like a couple of coolish moves that I would have probably never tried if it weren't for him like what moves I mean the frog splash <laughs> no, it's, um, no, 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 no I'll be honest I'll be honest I would have never done like it's it, in the grand scheme of things it's not nearly as impressive as some of the shit you'll see like people like Callum Newman or Joe Lando or whatever do mm. but like springboarding off the middle rope I can do that into like a cross body yeah. but I'd have never tried that if Gary hadn't like basically forced me to like go for shit like that I'm like why am I springing I'd have no like I don't have a vertical leap like leave me alone I'm (laughs) on the ground I'm a technical wrestler but uh, you know pull you out of comfort zone and then with Greg Greg's like how would you describe Greg Burridge Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, if you watch Cobra Strike Kai, yeah, Greg Burridge is like the old school. I don't know how many of you are familiar with Greg, but like Greg is, he's been around the British wrestling scene for like years. He came up with like, uh, I think he came up with like uh, Johnny and Jody and like Shah Samuels, like people oh, like of that yeah. sort of era. Uh, they were here when like British wrestling was really hot, but then they were also there when like it was FWA days. Yeah, exactly, yeah. FWA stuff. He was tagging with Colt Cabana in 1PW back in the day. Oh, sure. And, uh, yeah, Burridge is just... I mean, I call myself the Don, but he's the ultimate Don. Like, <laughs> Greg Burridge is the man. Yeah, his list of people that he's trained, like you said, yeah. the Illuminati people that we've come up with, it's just like, you've got Will there, you've got Nina Samuels there, you've got Cassius there, like, you've got Tom Dawkins and Karen Awade, you've got, like, obviously Oscar, you've got like Callum yeah, coming up. Yeah, man. Let's stop talking about all the other people. We're really good. You say the best. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went Oscar, then I went all the names, but, but, yeah. Um, yeah, you got, like, the future coming up as well, so the guy the guy knows what he's doing. If there's someone you want to train with, that's the guy you want to train with. Yeah, like, even the, like a guy we're feuding with right now in progress, Anthony Agogo, like, he cut his teeth before he went to AEW, oh, he, was he was training with us in, uh, like I mentioned it in a promo, like we trained together, it was because he came down to Lucha. Um, I think he did a bit of training in WAW as well before he ever came to Lucha. And then it was through being at WAW, he got chatting to us and he, I think he lived, I don't know, obviously he don't anymore, but he'd lived in like Brentwood or, or Harold Wood in Essex. Oh, um, Yeah, so he went too far. So I'd mentioned that obviously Lucha was probably easy for him to get to. And yeah, he ended up coming there as well. So like, yeah, like Malik said, there's so many people like that have come through that school. It's it's crazy. And like Osprey, like Will Osprey, he'll gas it up all the time about that's where he learned yeah, his shit. When he came, he did mention them a few times. Yeah. So. And another question as well, yeah. Um, I'm sure obviously Lucha was in the name. You guys all, all had to wear masks. Well, did I did. did he did. Got away with it. He oh. got away. So he was. Go on, you, you say who... What so you what was your name? What was your name in Nisha Tanya? Marduk Malik. Oh, oh you made it yourself? You made it yourself? Yeah. So yeah. No, so, okay. So, so the way Lucha would work is you'd... Look, it, it, was, it was really strange because it was a bit different for everyone. I, I can tell you the way it worked for me was I was pitching. Like, after I went and saw my first Lucha Britannia show, so for anyone who's not seen Lucha Britannia, it's unlike any British wrestling show you've ever seen. It's four matches on a Friday night and 
it's it was under a railway arch in Bethnal Green, really small venue at a bar at the back, and you could I think legally you could do like a hundred people or one hundred and fifty people, but there was usually about two hundred people in the building, <laughs> something like that. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. Allegedly, uh, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. there was two hundred people, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but for the most part, the fans that were there weren't even wrestling fans. They were just like... Nine to Yeah, nine to fivers wanting a different crazy night out. And it was a different crowd every week. And they were always shit hot, like just going crazy. Um, and from the day that I saw it, I was like, man, I need to get on this show. Like it's a completely different vibe. So I was pitching like every week to Gary, who was like in charge of Britannia like different gimmicks and masked characters and he hated all of them and then finally I just I kind of just gave up I was like oh well, fuck it when are you so I don't know if I can swear fuck it but I kind of just I well, not gave up I still wanted to be on it but I was like when he's ready when he comes up with something he'll tell me and I went to training one day and he goes oh you uh, you got your gear for Friday I was like huh? what what do you mean and he goes your lucha gear and I'm like what fucking lucha gear? This is the first. What were you talking about? He goes, "Oh, you're going to debut on Friday. We've got this character for you." I'm like, "Well, on two days' notice, how am I meant to get gear?" And he was like, "Oh shit, did I not tell you?" I'm like, "No, you did not." But uh, <laughs> it ended up. I ended up debuting a month later. Instead, I had time to get stuff. But he pitched a character to me called Ombre Del Rocca, mm. who the idea was. So every character on lucha was like a really over the top, like crazy gimmick. Like some of them were meant to be animals. Uh, some of them were like wizards and uh, voodoo witch doctors and crazy shit like that. Ombre was meant to be like the pure old school luchador who was insulted by the way everyone else treated his lucha like a joke. And uh, it ended up kind of going that way a bit, but then I put my own twist on it and it kind of morphed. And purely because the gear that I came out in happened to be bright blue and orange, because he said get bright colours, and I already owned blue and orange boots, and I was like, well, <laughs> I'm cheap, I'm not buying new boots, so <laughs> get the gear and match that. And everyone started chanting Iron Brew at the at me when oh, I came out. <laughs> it became a comedy character instead, and my catchphrase was born out of a botch as well. So I went, I was just gassing how I could do a springboard off the middle rope. That day I couldn't. <laughs> so for whatever reason, God was watching down that day and said, no, no, not for you. But I, the guy who I was wrestling, Jerry Bakewell, he came up to me and he was like, oh, maybe for a finish you do like a springboard off the middle and uh, do a headbutt instead of a crossbody, because everyone does a crossbody. I'm like, okay. Boom, I go to spring, my foot slips, I just land on my feet. Thank God I didn't freeze. I just turned, looked at him, cracked him one, and just looked at the audience and shouted the famous words that followed me for the rest of my lucha career, which were, no lucha for you. So I made out I did it on purpose. And from that day on, everyone would like say that to us. No lucha for you. I'd go up to the top rope, pretend I was going to do a cool move, and then just drop down and go, no lucha for Costa you. Costa took, Costa took a gimmick it. where he was literally had to be a flyer and made it so he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I flipped it to fit me. Um, so yeah, that was kind of how my my stuff came. And it, it, the, I'd say one of my... And I had some funny times doing Ombre. Like Ombre was... As much as I love being me and being out there, like there's nothing quite like putting a mask on because it's like you just feel like you're not you anymore like you can escape reality and you're just you feel bulletproof because I said some fucking disgusting things on those because <laughs> there was like it's an adult show as well so I was not my finest moment I, I don't know if I should even say this but I'm going to well, anyway before you say it, is it anything crazy no it's not no it's not crazy it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I felt really bad after I said it it was like a day after Aretha Franklin passed away, oh. 
I'm on a microphone and I just said something. I just mentioned her death, but I'm a heel. And the way I said it, it was just like, as soon as I said it, I was just like, oh, you didn't need to say that. That was mean. But I didn't say anything mean about her. I, I think I just quoted her song. But immediately, and they, but they all booed. And I went, oh, I got her a boo. I feel bad now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm playing a villain. So I was like, but yeah, I just felt a bit bad about that. But yeah, that was me. And him, he got away with not wearing a mask for his whole Lucha. How did you do that? At a Lucha show, bro. This like face that? under a mask. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a mess of the face, man. No way. I knew that was coming as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like that's my my whole thing was um, I came up with this idea. Like I had this concept. I knew you had to come up with a crazy idea for Lucha as well. And like growing up, like I had this period of time where I was like into like Egyptian history mm-hmm. shit like that mm-hmm. you come from Yu-Gi-Oh yeah you like Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. 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 actually that was how a lot of our friendship was born just by mm-hmm. someone mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh and we were like oh yeah shit yeah cool cool yeah, yeah I love Yu-Gi-Oh I used to love Yu-Gi-Oh so we got buddy yeah I've got I haven't got my original ones but I bought some like about six seven years ago and I've got like them in a little pack I've still got my Egyptian vodka that's about it yeah there you go the whole hunting. That's literally where we're giving At one point, I did say you need to change your name from Malik to Marek. You had the haircut. That yeah, the haircut, like the stick back, and the and everything. Yeah. He looked like Seto Marek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, but yeah, so literally it came up with that, and then I was speaking to Gary about it, and then Gary's like, if you speak to Gary, he's like into all kinds of like ancient history and like weird shit and aliens and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, if you're into aliens, go speak to Gary or Chew, you're off for like seven hours. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, he knows about all of that. And there was apparently like some race of Anunnaki's that came or some, so he was explaining it to, so I don't remember, but <laughs> something. And then it was like, they come and then they like, they take over the earth. And then I was like, all right, cool. We'll do that, whatever. Like that's, if that's what we want, that's cool. And then I went out there and I was just like, yeah, I'm Exodia. But yeah, so that's how my gimmick was in Lucha. I was basically just a pharaoh. Um, that's God I'm king, that was it. That was oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, so it was good fun, man. Lucha was so, it was a crazy time. There were some crazy characters, man. Like, so you had him, who was like an Anunnaki pharaoh god. Me, like the pure old school luchador. You, had, uh, you guys know, have you ever seen, met, or seen Cassius? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, so Cassius is awesome. Like, he's one of my favourite so me and him on the Britannia shows had like a rivalry that went for like a year and it was honestly some of the best matches and just most fun I've ever had like we did maybe one of our first or second matches where I came up with this idea I was like what if we give like someone a lap dance like to start the match because everyone else is coming out like the opening match was always a scramble match like well, we called it the Lucha Chaos it was like six or eight people and they just free for all the second match was like was essentially the main event of the show because it was right before the interval and by the time the actual main event came around a lot of the crowd would kind of drift out because of the late trains mm-hmm. so that second match was usually like the best match on the card and then the second half of the show there'd be like a comedy or fun match in the middle and then the, the main mm-hmm. event but like, I remember one of them me and him were on I think we were in that third spot and I was like we need to just, just, just do something really fun and entertaining something no one else is going to do 
what if we give someone a lap dance? And he goes, well, who, who do we want to clue up? I'm like, don't clue anyone up. Just grab some chick from the crowd and <laughs> ask her to sit in the ring. And he goes, okay. And he picked this, he picked this girl, he put, like, he put her in the chair. And she's like, just, she's just having a great time. I, I'm like dancing and like being over the top, like just an absolute dick. And then he pushes me. He's like, don't, you're gross, blah, blah, blah. And then he does it. I cut him off. But yeah, it was just silly shit like that. And uh, But he was famous f- for when he'd wrestle me, he'd slap me in the ear, which hurts like a bitch. But this is, uh, so as much as we love him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal out on him here. And I'm going to bury him because fuck you, Cassius. So <laughs> this story needs to be told. Everyone out there, if ever you see Cassius, please know he's not a nice person. Really? He's a ho- no, Aww. he's a horrible human being, purely for this one thing. I told him, can you please not slap me in the ear? It really fucking hurts. And he goes, oh, sorry, have I been doing that? I'm like, yeah, you have. And he goes, okay, I'll try my best. The next time we wrestled, we do the thing. I, I'm teeing off on him. I put him in the corner. I give him some punches. He then ducks the last punch. As he ducks it, I turn around and he's meant to give me a slap. He slaps me as hard as he can right in the ear. <laughs> and I look at him and I go, ow. That was my ear. And he he giggled. He literally went, <laughs> sorry. And then carried on. But no, nah, it was all good though. It, was, it wasn't too bad. But uh, yeah, fuck him anyway. <laughs> so fast forward, how did we get to the hitar? How, how did you get to that? Um, do you know what? I think like that's that's the closest thing to what's really me. You know what I mean? Like, because this, this is the thing. It's like, if you watch... If you actually watch both of us, but like since we started doing stuff and whatever, every like six months, eight months, something like that, everything changes. Yeah. So I remember when I first saw you, you used to wear shorts and the kick pads and everything. Bro. And then fast forward, I just see a guy in denim. Yeah. I was like, this can't be the same man I was watching, but then I saw Costa coming up. Well, it was, it, it was yeah. weird. When he first started, you didn't really have a gimmick or anything. Then yeah. you kind of got lumbered with, like, I remember having this conversation with him because he was doing the Punjabi prints. And I was like, why are you doing that? And he goes, I don't know. They just gave it to me. And he, he just went on this rant about how much he hates it. Because, you know, it's a thing in wrestling. If you're an ethnic, you kind of get, especially back, like, mm. even at a, a smaller time frame as, like, five, six years ago, you kind of get lumbered with, like, a bit of a stereotype yeah, gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Which, for some people, it works. Some of them fucking love it. And, it, you know, it's not always a bad thing. No. But... For him, it just weren't his personality. Nah, I was like, "Well, you need to change. You just do what you want to do." That's yeah. the thing. Like, that's the thing because it is an aspect of my cult, like where I come from, and I, mm. and I love it. But it's not who I am, like all the time, yeah. and it's not what a part of me that I turn up to eleven. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I like yeah. to do. So it was like, so it was like, okay, cool, we'll do that for a bit. So it was like, literally, I did like just normal generic training wrestler for like six months. Then it was like that Punjabi Prince thing for a bit. Then we did like cost started up and then it was just fresh cost and then it was like the money maker thing as well mm. and then like it's, it's just been like then it was heavy hitter as well and then that just came from the well, style of wrestling hit, then, yeah. it was, then it was in between that I went to Japan at some point and did uh, that uh, was I think where heavy hitter sort of started coming because yeah. you enjoyed the strong well, where in Japan did you go? Um, Chiba uh, to Kayente Dojo <coughs> to go train there <coughs> for three months that's it what was that like? oh bro it was, it was sick it was so good it, it was hard as fuck but it was like it was proper, proper good, man. Because it was like, literally, um, so I got it in from from Osprey. He gave me the in. He obviously, like, the guy, like he loves to give back to people as well, and so mm. props to him for that. So I wanted to do it. So he was like, all right, cool. I'll, you can you can go and chat to them if you want. And then basically we got out today and it was, we were, I was out there for like, what, three, four months or something. And then, oh, 
yeah, literally. So it was just like like uh, as many guys as there as here, and then there was um, upstairs. There was like dorms or what? You know what? What do they call them in America when they have like little f- oh. rooms or whatever they share? Like a dorm, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And then downstairs there was a gym, and then there was like an area where there was like a big. It was like a warehouse that would been changed into an arena kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so then the training there was crazy. Literally, like every day, get up in the morning, they're on their discipline, so you got to clean everything. Yeah, see, yeah. see that. Run, press ups, push up, all that, all of that. Mm. And then three hours of wrestling training, then go to the gym, then eat, sleep next day, and same thing every day for like three, four months. Three, four months? That's yeah. Mad. You must have come by looking like Rambo, friend. Oh, bro, it was you the best shape I was ever in. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, man, anyone who gets a chance to do it, like, definitely go out to Japan. I will say, when he came back, when this, was, this was my highlight of Malik in Japan. When he came back and I was like, oh, sick, it all, it all looked like it went really well. Like, I'm glad you had fun. Like, have you learned any Japanese? And he goes, I know how to ask where Starbucks is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Time well spent. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Like, they're nice people, though. The Japanese yeah. people, they're nice people. I got lost one time. Like, I, I went out somewhere... Um, because there was like certain, like Monday, I think it was like, you could go out um, on a dojo to go mm. chill and go see Japan and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I went out to Tokyo and then I must have come back. And, it's, and bro, it's not like how it works here. So like if the 140 bus or whatever bus goes one way, the 140 bus comes back the same way the yeah, other way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they don't have numbers. They have like weird signs, signs or whatever yeah, their yeah, language yeah. is, right? Yeah. So like the Y bus was going that way. So when man jumped on the Y bus to come back, it went that way. So I was like, <laughs> like completely the wrong direction. So I must have fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I was just in this middle of this field somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pull out my phone, phone is dead. Got no phone, got no idea where I am. I'm trying to like, there's one guy's like going by on his bike or whatever. I'm like, sorry bro, can you help me or whatever? He's just looking at me like that. Don't, don't touch me bro. <laughs> So I'm just like, oh shit, well, this is it. This is where I die now, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> At least I've got the training. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, I, I literally had no idea what to do. So like, I was like, cool. So whenever a car went by, I just stood there. There wasn't like no bus stop as well. It's not like I'm going to jump on a bus stop. He just stopped the bus and the guy was like, go, go, go. Oh. I was like, oh fuck, that's it then, isn't it? So I was just standing there hitchhiking, man. Literally, I stood there hitchhiking. And yeah, and then literally some, no, no, the bus driver, some guy came. Yeah. And he pulled over and he looked and he put <laughs> down his window and I was like to him, I was like, bro, I need to get somewhere. And he was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I, I had I had the um, card, you know, business card for the yeah, dojo. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I need to get to here. And he was like, all right, cool. So he's like, okay, okay. He rolled up his window and he went. Oh. Well, he took the card and went. Huh? He yeah, took, he just took the card and he went. <laughs> <laughs> so I just left it, yeah. So I'm. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't come back. No, you get this, yeah. So I'm so standing there. The card I'm, no, today. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so catch the story, right? So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm standing there, like, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like this guy has taken my card. He's gone now. I got no phone. I'm like in this field. I'm like literally looking around, like, where can I sleep? Like on this rice patty. He was like, let's see what happens. And then at least you got the training though. Yeah, yeah at least you got the training. <laughs> uh, but um nah, nah, to be fair, he, he, he after about an hour, he must have spun around. 
I think he must have had his daughter in the back. Okay. I was gonna drop her home and come back. Come back. Oh, smart yeah. move, yeah. Like as yeah, a dad, yeah, yeah. me, I was pissed, but obviously as a dad, he made a smart yeah, move, right? Because, yeah, yeah. because not to not, like no lie, like when I sat in the car, I was like, I don't know what this guy's on. He's yeah, just gone and come back. I don't know if he's come back with a butcher's or whatever. He's come back <laughs> to finish man off. So the whole time I'm sitting in this car, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, clenched up like with the fist ready to go. No, he sized him up before I sat in. I was like, I reckon I take this guy. But uh, do you reckon he had the training as well, mate? Bro, maybe. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but but yeah, brother took me back all the way to um, to the dojo. I tried to pay him, man. Was like, nah. He just like, no, 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 no. He dropped me off there. Let me go. I was like, yeah, cool, man. No, that's Appreciate nice. It. Yeah, so if that was UK. Yeah, you're bam, finished. You're finished. Yeah. It's done. What's man? You're thinking that probably set you up. Yeah, we went to the public. We'll probably, probably take somewhere like um, some forest in like Epping. Yeah, fully <laughs> yeah. like yeah. here. Here's a booting. Like you're looking. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. you fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking UK, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but that was a good time out there, man. Definitely, Sorry, definitely man. recommend it. But yeah, back to what you're saying with like, yeah, like how I got to the hill, yeah. right? It's like so I went through like many transitions, and then like literally when when um, pandemic hit and everything was like shut down and that, like we were talking mm. about like what we do coming out of it and whatever. And I was just like to him, look man, we need to get more real with what, what we like and what, what we do and what it is and where we grew up and like, what I know and stuff like that. And then obviously like I listened to, you know, I grew up listening to Grime. I like, I listened to hip hop, R&B, but like the thing right now is obviously drill, anyone who knows that, right? That's mm. the thing in it. So like, that's what I listen to now. Like I've got three friends that I do that kind of like uh, music as well. Sure. So yeah, so it's all like, when I, when, when I got into that kind of phase, I was like, yeah, cool, I want to do that, bro. Like that's, that's I want to project that side of the culture mm. onto what we know and what we can do in the ring. So that's why you like you wear like the drip and you come out like that and you feel it, you know what I mean? Looking sturdy, ready to go, you know? And I saw the Dior jacket. Yeah. 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 Funny, funny little side story on like all his like gear and like the bling and all this stuff. From the soft pro show we met we were talking about. The soft pro feel is sick by the way. Yeah, yeah. I love your soft pro feel. I wanna lace over it. I wanna do what Are you gonna vocal it? <laughs> well he he's come out with all his stuff on and my job is to hold his his you know, all this, all the diamonds, all this shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he's got a little bag, he puts it in, gives it to me. Now I go and grab the microphone. I'm like, I don't want to stand there holding a microphone and like this little bag. So I like pop the bag down for a second, do my shtick. And then I look back and the bag's gone. What? But then I look to my left, I've seen it. It's a one of the crew. They picked oh, it up from my eye. They're going to go put it backstage. But I decide to rib him. <laughs> I'm like, Malik, someone took your jewelry. And he goes, what? Who the? You better fucking fight it. I've gone, I can't. We've got to do a match now, bro. Like, I, what am I meant to do? Right, leave. And he's like, you fucking dickhead. You've got one job. <laughs> the whole beginning of the match, you can see it in his face. He's like doing moves, but then looking around. <laughs> we get backstage. And then he's like, where's my shit? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll go have a look for it. I, I saw where they put it on this little thing. I went and hid it in my bag. And I was like, I let him stew for like an hour. And then fucking finally, I went, oh, I found it. <laughs> that must be because imagine you're, you're getting suplex shit you're looking on the floor like that, like, that, that's, that's, I can't even work properly like, where's my jewelry <laughs> <team? laughs> you know, the referee's coming to tell you you've got five minutes like, yeah, yeah. My jewelry, man. I think the majority it's like, it's like 12.30 the next, like, the next day and the show finishes like 12.30 in the morning I'm like it's a shot you we got to lock down this building <laughs> <laughs> I think the majority though of our time together in the ring has been just me ribbing you about stupid yeah, shit and you getting annoyed because he's a hothead he's a hothead at heart and it's so funny to get him hot it's like I remember the, the first time when we went to Norwich or I was saying earlier where they put us to wrestle each other 
I decided to basically take the piss and I've gone to him. Oh, by the way, chops are banned in WAW. You're not allowed to do chops. Wait, uh, and what, are you ribbing them or that? I'm ribbing it. I'm ribbing oh, it. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't give a shit. Like, says you, bullshit, I'm there, I'm there, <laughs> they quite like the Japanese strong yeah, style as yeah, well. Yeah, but, and I know he loves it and I, I'm just trying to save myself the damage yeah. of getting hit too hard. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, by the way, no chops. And he's like, why not? And I'm like, they, they, they're banned here. If you do it, Ricky Knight's going to fine you £100. Don't do it. He's like, okay. Go through the whole match. Boom, boom, boom. Get to the end. Now, I know we're at the end of the match now. He's not going to get a chance to chop me. So while he's he's coming up from the ground and I just see his back there and I overhand chop him as hard as I can. <laughs> and he just shit. looks up at me like, what was that? And I just went, welcome to Norwich, bitch. He's fuming. He's come backstage just <laughs> mad as anything. He goes, you're a dickhead. How could you do that to me? I'm going, Shits and giggles, isn't it? Yeah, that's nah, you might you see like you have funny stories together, man. Even yeah. the first, I think the first time I met you um, was at a progress show. Um, not even met you, the first time I saw you, you probably didn't see me, but the first time I saw you guys at a progress show. Um, then I saw you again with Gresham as, as well. Yeah, that was well. The, how, how was yeah. it working with Gresham? That was a fun match. No, like that. Grisham, Grisham is like he's he's an encyclopedia of wrestling, man. He knows he knows everything. Like. You know, as much you know, I mean, as much as you can get your head around, he knows it. So it's like working with him was cool because it was like approaching the match in a different way. Mm. Because we had a different like the dynamic going into the match wasn't a clean like dynamic because we had he just turned heel, he just become champ. We mm. were also working in the same direction of of like yeah, going yeah, in yeah. a bad guy kind of thing. And then um, you also had like the fact that it was a main event and it was an everything pattern show, so you want to put on a good showing for everyone as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like. We, we discussed like so many different ways of trying to tell this story and just like it, it, sitting there and just listening to someone like that who knows what they're doing talk you can pick up a lot on like mm-hmm. different ways they think about wrestling um, you're right about we, that we had a chat with him after and the stuff he was saying was like wow this guy's no he knows a lot and he's seen a lot mm. so yeah you're right it about is, it's it's funny because you like we've met a lot of imports over the years like people from America people from all over the world and like it's a bit hit and miss sometimes you meet them and they're you know, so, I mean, occasionally you can sympathise because they've had like a long journey, long journey and I get generally. it why they're tired, they don't really want to overly conversate and it makes sense, but, you know, it's always nice to meet them and they're cool and you can have a chat and, you know, whether it's talking about wrestling or just general shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Gresham was one of those guys that, you know, we were chatting with, had a good conversation, putting the match together and everything, it was cool. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty easy as far as, like, getting on with him and getting ideas floating it was tough because of like what he said we felt a bit odd the dynamic of having it be like obviously he was villain we were villain but that was kind of the hand we were dealt with it works with. You, you became, yeah it works but I feel like you became a face that was the thing he's like yeah. for you that's what I mean and that's what I wanted to steer away from it. like that was the thing at the end trying to get my heat so, yeah, you got your heat back at the end yeah, 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 yeah. it's like you got to weigh these things up when you're doing these kind of matches it's like where do you go how far do you go down that line because the last thing I want to come out is like because of this one match you've yeah. come out and then blown everything we're trying to do going forward, yeah. forward. Yeah. it's not worth it but it's like I felt like the match went good like we got we got what we wanted to do out of it but I just feel like if the dynamic was like a lot more it was if it was a bit different then we could have done a lot more yeah lot, I think it was it was the way we I mean we were talking about it on the lead up to it and even after it was a challenge it was like We've not really had this kind of a thing before where we've had to work a match in this way so it's something different as much as it you know to some and even to us to an extent it was a bit of a headache in areas trying to work out how you would do it but at the same time that's what you know that's what if you're if you consider yourself a pro you have to be able to work under any kind of circumstance and i feel like 
like him and Gresham more so than me because I just had to stand there and cut a promo. <laughs> but like these guys did a really good job of that. And you know whether it whether it I mean maybe it wasn't the five star match that maybe people were hoping it was going to be, but at the same time the general feedback from that match was because I think a lot of people knew everyone kind of knew like oh how's this going to work and everyone was a bit apprehensive about the dynamic going into it but then the general feedback that I saw anyway afterwards was mostly positive so you know I'd say for these guys for him and Gresham like, it was a job well done no big up both of you guys I enjoyed it it was a fun match yeah, this is the thing like even like going forward from it, like, <coughs> just touching on what you said it's not a fight I've been through that phase where it was like, oh, I just want to do like five star crazy chat matches and whatever. And we did, like, me and Callum's done a few of them. We done mm-hmm. that big freeway and that and whatever. Like, we've done, me and Tom done some cool ones as well. But it's like, we've, we've, I've done that. But it's like, the more you go into it, right? Like, everyone here grew up watching wrestling. Yeah. Would you remember? You watch like The Rock, you, you watch Stone Cold, you watch all of this. Do you know what I mean? You don't go like, oh, on Monday Night Raw in like fucking 1997, you had like this sick match or some shit. You go, if you smell The Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And you remember Stone Cold for smashing the beers and he come back and he done the bath and everything. It's like, that's that's for me, the shit. Like, that's 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 what I want to, that's the next thing I want to try and explore. Get that, get that down. Mm. You know what I mean? Get that proper like, engagement with people like that's that's what he does that's what Malik does Malik comes out wearing this Malik does this in the ring mm-hmm. you know, I don't care like if people go like, oh he's had like this crazy barn burner because guess what the next guy will come out and have a crazy barn, barn burner and yeah, he'll yeah, try yeah. and do it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then everyone would do it until Will's on the card and then Will will just fucking cane him <laughs> 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 then, then what are you going to do then innit? that's yeah, it like you'll yeah, just finish yeah, there like that's his lane and he's good at that shit yeah. but even like Will for example yeah look at Will yeah I got bones picked with him on this one but <laughs> like, like, look at Will for example like he was he's been good he is good and he will always be good right like at this shit like at the rest and shit but when did he really become a star one obviously when he put the weight on and he became like bigger but also when he started becoming a character man mm-hmm. you know what I mean like Will, character man I say it all the time that's what I'm saying like Will Will was like he had like the Assassin's Creed thing that he was doing as well but that was an entrance yeah, when spider will as well yeah, yeah. spider will but when when you when he really became something like where he can sit in a podcast and talk about it or when he can sit with you guys and talk about it or go on an interview and talk about it like when he does like the backstage stuff at Japan and he's really a gimmick he's really a character he's really a guy that does that like that's when you realise like alright cool this guy's a superstar now mm. yeah and that's what I'm saying and like all, all, all that stolen from my real life but you know like, <laughs> that, yeah, you know yeah, basically what he means that Malik is a firm believer that Will Ospreay's gimmick is based on Malik as a human being Costa, <laughs> 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 yeah, do you prefer um, being outside the ring and managing or do you prefer taking the bumps and oh wrestling? no 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 so I, I'm now at a point where it's like I so I like I said I started training in 2011 so it's over 10 years now and don't get me wrong I love it there's nothing better than getting that immediate feedback from a crowd of you know something's good something's bad and I, I've I'd love being in that ring but what I I know I also know my limitations and I know like what I'm I do best is talk so for me, it kind of makes sense for me to be a manager. I feel like I can probably go further doing that than I could in the ring because, you know, as much as we all say, and like there are examples out there of smaller guys who have made it and whatever, but mm-hmm. it's for me, I don't feel like I have that kind of body frame to do that. And I, you know, that's not a knock. Some people who are my size might and might believe it and maybe they could, but, you know, maybe I could. But I, for me, I know I excel on a microphone and I'd love, love chatting shit love getting booed out of a building like I was who is it I was I think I was t- talking to um, I think it was Will in fact no yeah it was Will it was a few weeks ago we were at Will's and he was 
I asked him, I was like, what do you prefer like when you're out there? Because obviously he's been a, a heel now for quite a while. So like, do you get that same buzz getting booed out of a building as you did when you were getting like standing O's? And he said he was like, he loves playing the kill character, but there's no feeling like getting cheered and fucking whatever. Mm. I'm like, I get that. I've, I've had very few, <laughs> very minor, but very few occasions where I've been cheered and like been a good guy. But for the most part of my career, I've been a villain and I love it. Mm. I, there's no better feeling than knowing you have pissed off an entire room full of people for me. <laughs> like, it's, I, you know, I just, I just, it's, it's great. But um, yeah, no, as far as like the in-ring and managing stuff, I, I just prefer, you know, being able to talk up other people. I find, you know, I've been, I've been always pretty good at talking myself up, but I know my limitation in the ring. So it's like, there's only so much talking up of myself I can do. Whereas, if I'm standing next to this guy, just going, oh, yeah, he's going to be this, he's going to be this, people are probably going to go, oh, yeah, he's probably probably right, actually. <laughs> he probably is going to be that good. And he is, you know, he's, he's going to get there. And, you know, we're working right now, the stuff in progress. Um, that we just had the, he just had this absolutely brilliant fucking brawl with Anthony Agogo the other day. Uh, Akin Femoir was there as well. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, next month, oh, on the subject of me being back in the ring, I've now been pulled back into the ring because next month it's me and him versus Anthony Gogo. Segway. 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 If you go back like way before COVID, the way progress kind of was, it was like this hotbed of like all of the best wrestlers in the country, like the, I don't want to say the internet favorites or anything, because that sounds derogatory, but it's, you know, people who were favored online. Yeah. Um, and I've never been that guy and I've never really been someone who fans have been like, oh, you need to get this guy on the show because not a lot of people knew me. The, a lot of the promotions I would work at were a bit more unknown mm. um, and partly that's partly on me because maybe I weren't trying hard enough to get out there but it is what it is so then COVID kind of hit and the whole landscape of wrestling changed and blah 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 and now progress is back and he's he's on the the no fans shows I think you did like one one taping before I yeah, came man. yeah and he did he did the one and I I so during COVID, I decided I was done with wrestling. I didn't want to oh. do anything. I didn't want to wrestle. I didn't want to train. I didn't want to come back and manage nothing. I just felt like my time was done. And then literally him and Karen Awa, Tom Dawkins, the two of them were like on the phone to me and they just bullied me into coming back. <laughs> he was like, I need, you got to come back. If you're not there with me, I'm I'm done. I'm, I quit as well. And I was like, no, that's stupid. You Makes nice for real friendship, man. No, that's... I fucking hate him. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he's cool. But um, yeah, so him and Tom basically kind of kept talking to me about it. And then Tom obviously was the progress champ at the time. And he, I mean, I don't know how many conversations he had with them about bring, trying to get me in, but I know he had spoken to them about, I think initially the idea was to bring me in to do commentary, uh, which, I, which I've done before as well. And I really enjoyed doing. Um, but then he mentioned he, he would have rather I came in because he's not, it's weird because he's really funny and he's really good at talking when he wants to but when he's on his own I, I from my experience of seeing him when he's on his own and he's got the microphone in front of him and he's told just cut a promo it's not the greatest thing in the world because he feel I think he feels like he's got restraints on him whereas when you kind of just let loose 
and you don't have those restraints, or you ignore the restraints and you kind of just go for it, he can be one of the f- best mic people out there when he really wants to be. Mm-hmm. But it's in more, it's a very different style. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's a promo style, it's more just Malik style. <laughs> but um, yeah, then they kind of brought me in and I'll be honest, like that was, we were talking earlier about how the hitter thing came about. That was just us sort of spitballing, how do we, how do I kind of come into this? Like why would I be there other than having been your tag partner before? And then... I mean, I've always been a massive fan of like mafia movies and gangster movies, mm. shit like that, like Goodfellas, Godfather, all of it. Oh, yeah. He mm. loves, obviously, his kind of gangsters, which are like roadman <laughs> gangsters. <laughs> like, so it's like, well, like, well, we can kind of incorporate the two. The futuristic one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what if we incorporated the two? So he's the hitter, I'm the Don, and then we kind of can grow it from there. Sick. And uh, yeah, it's just, honestly, I, yeah, I've loved it. Like, those no crowd shows were really strange. I'd say, the first promo I did in front of No Crowd when I watched it back, it was it was actually it was a decent promo and everyone told me that it was good. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's awkward because there's no crowd. Like I'm because I'm taking these long pauses, almost like I'm waiting for, for a crowd. crowd yeah. Mm. But then, so after I watched that, I knew now. Okay, next time when we go, do it different. Try and try and do it so that you know you're not taking them pauses because why would you mm. it's just unnatural so the next time I just literally spoke until I was done and I preferred it that way mm. um, and yeah no it's just been crazy now ever since then we're just I mean I, I don't want to say we're killing it because we're still not quite where we want to be in progress but we're building up and we're getting slowly but surely we're getting to where we want we had, like we mentioned we had the cool thing with Gresham now we've got this big feud happening with a go-go and Akin Femoir, which is bizarre. Like, that's, do, you know, do you know how, do you, I don't think you understand, yeah? The amount of people that's got eyes on that right now, because obviously people know Akin Femoir from mm. football, YouTube, obviously the Beast thing and that. Like, a lot of people are going to have eyes on that and then it's going to be a lot of people's introduction to you guys. Even non-wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. These young kids that grew up on Akin Femoir, do you remember that? Yeah, okay. KSI, yeah. Akin Femoir, they're going to be watching you guys going to be like, Oh, who's Malik? Who's Costa? Then they're gonna. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it, man. That's what we're hoping for. That's and big, as man. well, like, it's weird because the way our careers have kind of worked. Like, so we, this isn't our first time wrestling a footballer either. So well, you went in WAW. They so they oh, sure they notch. did. They with, did the one hole. Yes, yes. We I'm were the mean, ones in the main event yeah, of yeah, their. Yeah. So it was their biggest ever show yeah. in the. Uh, the Norfolk uh, the stadium. The Norwich stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah. So where Norwich Football Club play. And the main event was, it was the, I won't lie, it was the weirdest main event of a show you'll ever see. So it's me and him. It was meant to be us two and Callum, because Callum was part of our team up there. But Callum, uh, I think, got concussed the week of the show, so it ended up being oh, us two and one of their guys up there um, against Grant Holt. Was Mick Foley there? Mick Foley was there. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was meant to be at that show. I meant, oh, to, okay. I meant to go depressed. Uh, yeah, well, we had Mick... Up, so yeah, Mick Foley was bro, there. I had another thing that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the three guys who we wrestled, though, it was, again, just the most bizarre trio you'll ever see. Grant Holt, footballer, Billy Gunn, WWE Hall of Famer, oh, wow. and yeah. Rene Dupree. Wow. <laughs> yes, they were there. Wow. They were there. I remember I had an emo. I had an emo. Wow. Honestly. Yeah. What year was this? Who, who put that together? What was this? The, the show or the oh, who put that tag team deal? Yeah. So it was it was the night. So it was That's them true. who ran the show. I don't know who picked who and who put it in that direction out of which nights it was, but it was the night family. It was their show. Um Do you know what the most gasping about all of that was? That whole thing, yeah? What? Like so because we wrestled Grant Holt, right? 
they put the footage on like match of the day. Sky Sports and match of the day. Sky News, like, yeah. That was so gas for me. You know, like when your boys from school, like, and you're in that group chat or whatever, and everyone wants to be a baller growing up. Man wanted to be a wrestler, made it on match of the day. That's so gas. Just mad, though. There was so much coverage of that whole event. Because I was meant to go there up with, because I was working for a news, I think they're like a news company now. Joe Media and I was meant to go there and just to film and you know get an interview and go and speak to all these people and we was meant to follow Grant Holt the whole day in it I didn't up going but the names he was saying um, obviously they, when you was gonna say when you was gonna say Billy Gunn yeah. I was gonna say Billy Gunn when you was yeah. gonna say McFoley I was, I was meant to be there in it but and you thought like you dressing in the middle of the stadium right yeah well so it wasn't right in the middle so because obviously they, weren't, oh, so yeah, they didn't but, sell out the yeah. entire so it was like a, a corner of the stadium so you kind of had seats on mm. this side seats here and then loads of seats around the ring, like on the floor. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I think they did 4,000 people. So that's all good. That's, really that's good. a lot. Make some noise for 4,000. Yeah, sure. Don't. The, the, the coolest thing for me, I mean, again, not really to, nothing to do with gassing ourselves, but it was like. No, we, yourself, no, 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 but this, this is a. <laughs> this is what this thing. podcast so, is about. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that. <laughs> but no, we got there and like there was a point, I remember when. Um, Big, big Ricky Knight like, so the, he's the owner he's the head of the Knight family he's sort of stood there and he was just sort of on his own he, I think he was just looking around and I just nudged Malik and I was like how cool must this be for him like he's, this is his hometown he's driven past this stadium like every day and he's not only putting on a show here but he sold 4,000 tickets like that's you know that's crazy and like, I got a lot of love for those guys especially Rick like he's you know always been someone who saw something in us and like gave us a chance so yeah mad love to them sick man so this match with um how are you guys feeling in general like you you like the Akin Fem moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, do you wanna talk so you I mean you wrestled a go-go the other yeah. day, you wanna talk about that? You know? Yeah, a go-go, a go-go, by the way, yeah, we're this. Well, that was not coming yeah. uh, to come on our podcast. Yeah, Google's not coming on our podcast. Oh fuck a go go man! Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, you've traded up. Got, leave, leave him sat there. I, I mentioned before we've trained with him and cool, but we're feuding right now because he's a dickhead and he says some stupid <laughs> shit. He puts our names in his mouth when he does his little interviews. That's why this whole thing's happening. But now we're here. And it's cool. We're gonna beat the shit out of him. I didn't want to wrestle. I wasn't meant to wrestle. Was I? Did, did I ever say when I came to Progress? The agreement was I was going to manage, right? And that's it. And I mentioned it a second ago. I, that's all I want to do now. But then he brings his mate along and he's a footballer and, you know, he could have picked any... We came out with a whole group of boys that he could have picked to be in the match and he, he picked me because he's a dickhead, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Hey, that's true friendship right there, you know. Makes sense true friendship, man. <laughs> When you guys smacked um, Anthony Joshua up, I mean, Anthony Joshua. Joshua. Whoa! Anthony <laughs> Gogo. <laughs> call him out as well, bro. Bring him out. You know what I'm saying? When you suck his manager's ball, don't get it twisted. When you smack up Anthony Gogo, what's next? When we smack up Anthony Gogo, well, the first thing is, is, well, we've got eyes on us, right? So that's the project there. Mm-hmm. We've got a few ideas of where we're going with that already, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And there's a few bridges that I want to go and, like, burn. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few people that we need to call out for what they've been doing. And um, we've been talking about it, but don't worry, like stand by, it's coming, mm. it's coming. We've yeah, got ideas, like that's that's the thing. You've got to be smart about where you're going with it. Yeah. And, yeah, and we there's know there's people who have targets on them right now. Spike Trevor? Uh, no, I mean, to be fair, uh, you know what, actually? I'm probably like in a very small category of people who will say this, but I like Spike Trevor. 
I like mm. him. You know, everyone else calls him a Tory wanker. I think he's cool. You know, I, we have a lot of the same sort of ideas. And you know, the thing I like about him is he can, he's good on a mic. I love it. Mm. I love other people being on a show that are great on a mic because mm. then it forces me to be better on a mic because now it's like when I'll do a smaller show and I'm the only guy on a mic, there's no one that's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm the mic guy today. Whereas when you're at a progress show and Spike's there as well and he's a great talker, very different style to mine, mm -hmm. but he'll talk and he'll articulate his words and I'm like, okay, cool, i got to step up my game because Spike's Spike's talking some good shit. And, uh, Charles Crowley, another guy, very, very different style to like everyone, but it's like when he's on a show, I'm like, okay, cool, again, I've got to step my shit up because... I think this is one of the things that gets lost on a lot of people. Like we were talking about earlier, wrestling, it's entertainment. And, you know, obviously you need those gimmicks and those characters. And as important as the in-ring style of things is, and that's the focal point of everything, if everything else on the show isn't up to par as well, then who the fuck cares? Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's all well and good having Malik or Will Ospreay or Tom Dawkins or whoever on a show, and they're going to go out there and kill it with their matches. But if the stuff in between that isn't also fun, then, you know, who gives a shit? So you need people like a Crowley who are so entertaining and like has a mind like unlike anyone I've ever met before for like how to be a character and how to like implement things from outside of wrestling into wrestling. You've got Spike Trevay who just knows his character so well. And then, yeah, fuck it, I'll gas myself. Like I'm one of the best Mike people in this country as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, you need, you need that shit. And as far as what's next for us, like he said, there's people who people who we're going to gun for, people who we've kind of got our eyes on and we're going to go for. Yeah. But that's just kind of a matter of time. We're yeah. focused right now on a go-go and acting femoir. And, you know, can't look past that because, you know, a go-go... Sorry, I'm going to upset you now, but a go-go did beat him the other day. Spoilers. Bullshit. You know, it's kind of, But he didn't at the same time because... Sorry to upset you again, but technically it was me that hit him with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> but it's a go-go's fault because if he hadn't moved, then you know what I mean. But mm, swings and roundabouts. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> Fist bump, bro. Keep it moving. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we. You know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, a go-go technically has a win now, so now he needs to get his win back, and he will get his win back because now. Everyone's going to look at it like, oh, Costa's going to be a hindrance on that match because like, I haven't wrestled in... I mean, the last match I had was in, back in like February for WAW. I went and had my like goodbye match up there. And then before that, it was COVID, like way before COVID. So I haven't wrestled full or like full time or whatever word you want to put on it since 2019. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's been a long time. But you don't forget, I know my shit. I'm, I've been doing this a long time. So, you know, I'm going to do what I can to make sure he gets his win back. You know, that's my job. I'm, I'm there to make sure he fucking gets his shit and gets to where he needs to get to. Yeah, put this out there as well, yeah? Just just while, while we're here, innit? While we've mm -hmm. got it, yeah? Go just let just let Ogogo and Akin Fenwon know that we won a lot out of this match, yeah? Meaning I'm just going in there this time and Costa's not just going in there on my side this time for no other reason. Like, I want him to bring his Olympic medal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Akin Fenwon to bring his talk sport contract. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? His FIFA. I, I want to be on FIFA. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> FIFA 24. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up front. Banging in goals. Not in row Z like I can turn what you said back in the day. Come I on. was bare confused there because I'm not a big football follower, right? So I was when Progress told us 
that one of the best strikers in British football was coming. I assumed Heskey was coming down, but they said <laughs> Aspen Kemba. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I never heard of this guy, but you know, it is what it is. I'm going to slap his bald head. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. We've, um, I've worked it back on Femma um, before. Now. Have we got heat now? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. no. Gonna... I can't lie. The guy is strong. He's right it? here, you know. He's the guy right is here. very strong in it, so. I can't lie, if you need sort of some sort of like, Sorry, you know, no, enforcers no. or something on the side of the ring as well, as well as with like, you know, costas there, and that like, just want to come and run in and help you do something. Then. Well, yeah, well, this is the man in my hair as well, yeah. so like, Look, well, he brought, he you're brought, you're gonna come out, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming under the ring like Boogeyman, don't let come out, come out. Wacky Fema brought his brothers the other day, like, his brothers are hench as well, they all freaking, they all hench, all of them are like, but thankfully, you know, we were prepared for that, we brought our boys down, we brought the 265 boys down, like, we're talking earlier about the res gal. The venue where we used to train at Lucha, it was the uh, 265 Poison Street, and that's you know what we represent, that's where we come from. And we brought some of the other boys that trained with us down there, and you know, they were entourage in that day, but they're you know, hopefully, they'll get you know to do more stuff, and maybe they'll get a slap up like in Femme as well. He punched one of them in the stomach the other day, man. That's out of order. Don't worry, man. We'll get him. He's liable. Send him back to football. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, too big, he's, too, he's too big to play football. He's, he's stupid coming to wrestling. Make <laughs> <laughs> like stupid moves here. No, he's 40, man. Huh? He's like well old. He's like 40. Yeah, he's in 40. He's right. He's like 100 years old. Yeah. Tony has Liverpool drummer. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. Of that was, that was one, of, one of the best moments of his life. But yeah, um, guys, man. I want a question. Um, any plans to um, go back to Japan or go to America? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's like, <laughs> like I'd love to go back to Japan for a little bit, like yeah. do some stuff there. Um, but man, like it's now it's at a point where it's got to make. Like it's it it's got to make sense, man. It's got to make sense. It's got to make like sense in every regard. Like financially, it's got to make sense. It's got to make sense family-wise. It's got to make sense everything. It's not like, you know, I'm not young now where it's like, you know, you can just bounce around the world and do whatever. Yeah. Um, and stateside, if the, if the money's right, but otherwise, like, who wants to go stateside otherwise? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a madness out there. So, and plus, I love London, man. I love this city. I love, I love home. And I love the people that I'm around, you know what I'm saying? So that uh, that notwithstanding, if there's any promoters who book shows in Las Vegas, we are Oh yeah, 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 Vegas, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> we're trying to live that hangover life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what promotion what promotion in Vegas? I think GCW worked there sometimes. They work there sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, I think VXW, I think FSW, there's a few stuff. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that Hollywood, but it's not then. I want to go live my Mr. Hollywood Chow dream. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chow, if you're out there, we'll take that booking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that booking. By the way, this is the Mr. Chow oh, Mr. of British wrestling right yeah. here. <laughs> We've not even, like, I've talked about a lot of his, like, wrestling y stuff. His personal life is way more entertaining. Yeah. Like, the crazy shit that this guy has got me into. I, I, I don't know. I I can't, probably can't talk about most of it on a podcast, I'll tell you another time. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's a crazy <laughs> man. Ask rest things where we get you, the people, to ask us rest things some bloody questions. Let's get into it. As Dale finds questions, guys, you know the link is, man. Donate to our coffee, man. As you can see, we'll be surrounded by many beverages, drinks, actually not even one beverage, drinks and all sort of stuff. Costa and Malik, you guys are both thirsty, right? Did you have enough water today? It wasn't enough. Wasn't so, guys, <laughs> donate to our Brother. coffee, man. Honestly, like, we need some more snacks on the table. Donate, man. Yeah, Fucking hell. Trust me, we need to go to more what wrestling mean? shows as well. So, guys, donate to our if coffee. You, if you don't donate, the hitter will come a knocking and fuck you up. You know what I mean? So, run me that money, fam. <laughs> <laughs> run it. 
First questions from our guy Ishmael. Big up every single time, bro. He asks. WWE versus AEW Survivor Series style 5v5. Who you picking for each side? Oh, oh would you know? You have to decide the WWE. You gotta do AEW. Oh, fuck off. No, let them, let them Why do I have well, to do AEW? Okay, we do AEW. You do WWE then? Oh, you are like that, really. No, he's fine with that. Come on, he's not picky like you. It's not like I'm betting on this, anyway. It feels Tings versus Tings. No, you'll be fine. Honestly, you'll be fine. Yeah, no. So what? We all have to come up with one answer, or are we coming up with individual answers? Five. So wait. So so. Okay. Okay. Don't are we, are we saying that a lot? Yeah, Brock's non-negotiable. Yeah. Brock has to be on the team. Roman, it's, Seth, yeah. Cody. Fuck off. <laughs> Cody has to be on the team. So you can Karen Cross. Fuck him, Mustafa Ali. Fuck off, man. I like, I like, but come on, man. Mustafa Ali is his favourite wrestler. I swear. I like him, but he's, he's, yeah. Injured, 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 injured. Injured, injured. Oh, okay, so anyone? Yeah, anyone. Yeah, Orton. So what? Go on, Brock, Cody, Reigns, Cody, Seth, and Orton. I'm sorry, no Braun. Yeah, no nah, Braun. Nah. You got, you got Brock. Are you mad? Why can't he? He's lifting up rings. I've got, I've got Roman. I've got Roman Reigns. I've got, I've got Roman Reigns. Yeah. Okay. And I got. How many have you got? Five. 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 Yeah. Cool. Man, let's go. Kenny, of course. Can I put Kip Sabian in there just? Let me explain myself. I like Kip Sabian, but he's our boy from back in the day, right? He's one of our best pals, but. I'm putting him in there purely so I can see him get murdered by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> fair enough. For fair my enough. own entertainment. Okay, Kenny Kip. Now fuck it. It's a dead match now. I put Woodlow in there. I am not putting Woodlow in there. I am not putting Woodlow Adam Page, Moxley. Yeah, Moxley, Adam Page, Moxley. Danielson. Danielson. Does Punk count as AEW anymore? Like, is that a... I mean, he's still there, might as well. I mean... Phil, Philip, bro, Woodlow. Put... Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Woodlow's not a draw, what the heck? His name is the match. It's not like being a draw, it's like winning the match. Are <laughs> <laughs> you put Woodlow there? I think I'll put Woodlow. Um, I'll put Samoa Joe there before I put Woodlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to put Samoa Joe. Why? Why do you want to I'm tired of Joe. Oh, Jericho, isn't it? He's a TV champion, that's hardly on TV. Jericho, yeah. Fair point. Yeah, Jericho, yeah. So wait, that, what, so wait, what, what is that you? team? It's not the same Jericho anymore, Jericho. Ah, huh? Have you not seen the year he's had this year? Have you not seen no, 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 he, no he, he's done all right, but Jericho... No, he's, he's had a great year. No, Jericho's getting murked, what, compared to Seth? <laughs> Jericho's getting Jer- murked. It's comparable, it's in the conversation relax, of great relax, years. Relax, 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 Jericho's getting murked. Oh, you ma- are you not seeing the, the rest of it? I love your You're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. You haven't seen the year Jericho's had. You haven't seen the year Jericho's had. I've seen but I know Seth Rollins had an amazing year, so I know. So is Jericho. So it's Jericho. Don't worry. I, I, I watched that Dalton Custom. I watched that. I, I watched AW by the way. I watched the match with him and Danielson. It was good, but I'm just saying he was Yeah. I told you. I'm joking. I understand yeah. the reason why you guys are talking about that. Yeah. Very good. Next question from my guy in the bill. Big up every single time, bro. He asked. Is that? I was going to say, all five of these WWE wrestlers are in their prime right now. You get me? And they're unstoppable. Brock's in his prime. Fuck Brock's, in his prime. Brock's in his prime. Mm. Well, Brock, Brock can still do what he needs to what do. What else did you say? Did you say Brock, 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 Brock can still do what he needs to do. Brock can do what he needs to do. Most is having the run of his career. What are you talking about? All the rest of that, we've mentioned all in their prime. Oh, because Joker's not in his prime, but he's having the run of his career. Yes, forget the Joker. But even when he wasn't injured, he was not in his prime. Bro, you can argue. Orton was on the run. What are you not talking about? No, because he was tagged with Riddle. 
They were still murking the whole no, show. No, when no, God no, was being on a run and being in a prime are two different things. Being on a run and being in a prime are two different things. What the hell are you talking about? Or didn't need to do it. Oh my gosh, they need to do much. He's done enough. Because you don't even need to. Because on the WWE side, yeah, it's hard to argue who's had a better year in WWE than Moxie. The, the, guy, the guy's I'm, name I'm overall. Just, Jericho's far from I'm, his prime, I'm, and he's had a I'm, way I'm, better I'm, year than Randy's had in a few years. Fair enough. Well, next question. Agree to disagree. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> next question from my guy in the bill. If you had to sing one wrestling theme, word for word, without mistakes at karaoke, which theme are you choosing? Spice that question up. It's on Port here to save your life. What song are you singing? Word for word. Oh, oh, I, I know, I know. Time is now. Yeah, yeah, time is now. Save your life. You time can't mess up no lyric, you know. Yeah, One bang, done. Yeah, yeah. Gangs of London verse. Yeah. Ooh. It, listen, and it can be, it can be any song. <laughs> I'm dying. Any song. Any song. <laughs> that's the case. I'm doing Teddy BRC. Any song. Money, money. That's all. So much. I think I know what you're gonna say. Go on. Yeah, Undertaker. That's a lyrics. Word for word. You said I. I repeated any song. Word for word. Hey, bro. One wrestling word, word for word. He didn't say chord for chord or harmony for harmony. He said word for word. Probably. And the song, the song I bang out the most probably slow chemical cane. So cane. I probably sing, and that's on slow. If you sing that out of line or you don't do the lyric, they're gonna bust your head off. Why? I'm gonna say Bill and Chuck. Your love is so good. Bro. Yeah, that's bang. You got it to a T, yeah. To a T, bro. So As in to a T. Have you seen that someone where they bust people's heads off? I've, bro, I've seen it. <laughs> Ready, I'll see you. Realistically, <laughs> if there was a if you smell yeah, the rock, it's just a, just that line. The rock says, the rock. Okay, Dude, the rock says. The rock. Yeah. That's enough. Know your role. What about like Shawn Michaels? What? Yeah. Oh, you're dying. Yeah. Yeah. People are dying. <laughs> <laughs> People are dying. People are dying. There's a part of Shawn Michaels. There's a part of Shawn Michaels on where it goes like it's like a it's like it's a. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a middle of the song. We might have to make that into a challenge. We might have to make that into a challenge. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, even we might have to make that into a challenge. We play the song and then stop it, and they have to finish the lyric. If they don't finish the lyric, they have to slap. Slap them on the tortillas. I was going old school. I was going for the. Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Can I die? I'll die. Honky Tonk Man. I'm Honky. I'm Tonky. I'm the man. That's easy. Yeah. Mm. Next question from my guy, Afo. Big up every single time, bro. He asks, seeing as it's Black History Month, who's your favorite black wrestler of all time? Oh. Mm. Shane Strickland. Of all time. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Shane Strickland. Um, outside of The Rock, I'll say Two Cold, two cold Scorpio. Mm. First, first, first. Him or Jay Lee Sasha Banks or Awesome Kong? Those are my last top two. Or Jade Cargill? <laughs> Jade Cargill. I, don't know, I think she's the greatest black wrestler of all time. But Bianca Belair for me, Bianca Belair. Jade Cargill. She's better. She's, she's, a household, she's a household name in my house. My mum loves her. I don't even know how. I think my mum got to know her. I mean, the plat. I, I mine's a little. I mean, I don't know how many people would agree with it, but I personally, for me, it's our truth. This man's been around for how many years, and he's still there. He's still probably the one of the most entertaining things on the on WWE TV. And then if you actually go back and watch his shit in like NWA, TNA, like yeah. early days, like Free nuts. Live Crew, if yeah. anyone remembers yeah. them. Yeah, like, Free Live Crew's theme song. 
If I had a gun to my head, yeah, that was a chill. Oh, yeah. Beware, no. yeah, okay. Sometimes Superman. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say, I want you to say this for Big Daddy V, not even this one. Oh, oh, no, oh, guys, we'll be back. Like we're, gonna, we're gonna start, we're gonna come again when this thing starts again, man. That means like someone... was fault, bro. <laughs> God damn it. Are we recording? Yeah, no, recording. yeah, that's recording. Yeah, we're back. This firelong's done. I don't know who was smoking the ganja. Next door. Malik went and fucked him up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit. Next question. Um, Next question from our guy, Gabe the Kid. Um, Name some black wrestlers you think have had enough credit for the path they paved, they helped pay forward. Any company, anytime. I mean, to be fair, my answer for the last question kind of goes into I'd say our truth again. Like our truth, I don't think he gets enough love, man. Like it's one of the easily one of the most entertaining and like just fucking brilliant at everything he does. If that's the case, then Mark Henry, because Mark Henry is the reason why, um, not say the reason why, but from what I've seen online, um, he brought in Jade Cargill to WWE, then she went to AEW. He brought in also, he also brought in Bianca Belair, and mm. Bianca Belair is now in WWE, um, WWE, one of the longest reigning African American champions. I think there's someone else he brought in, I forgot who it was, but because of him, we wouldn't have got a lot of these great um, athletes into wrestling. I tell you another one, yeah. That won't get enough credit. I, was even, I don't know if you're thinking the same thing. Am I thinking the same thing as you? You guys are three, two, one, go, yeah. One Simmons. Nah. Okay. Well, it's a good shout, but I mean, yeah. nah. Okay. I, I was gonna say Jody Flash. Oh yes, big mm-hmm. up Jody yes. Flash. Big up Jody Flash. Man who has aged in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The man, like, if you look at him, if you look I at Jody Flash in his ripped. early days, yeah. he's skinny, skinny yeah. and like a bit haggard looking. Mm. Now he's like ripped. devilishly yeah. handsome and like yeah. jacked up and fucking can do moves that he probably couldn't even do back then. Yeah. And yeah. man, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm wishing him a speedy recovery as well. He's oh, out with an injury. Oh, but yeah. Big love. And he's one of the nicest people. Just really such is, a man. cool he is dude. Very nice. Keeps himself to himself as well. We had like a thirty-minute conversation with him once about like how we were in lo- how he was in love with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he just sat there. Once he started talking about it, that was it. He was just on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I'd say for women, um, definitely Awesome Kong. Um, just in terms of mm. like. Definitely. Like what she did for like um, women's wrestling, especially in Impact and Knockouts. This is Knockouts division in Impact in TNA was sensational and awesome. Kong, the matches she was having with Gail Kim, just up and down the kind of Taylor Wilde, yeah, yeah bro. Well. Like, mm. like well, she. Well, shout out to black women, bro. Oh, you shout out oh, to my damn match. Oh, yeah, my damn match. Oh, yeah, for hours. Yeah, but just big, just big. Are you okay? Put your hand down, man. You're my tribal chief. Fuck off, man. Fucking pissing off. Yeah, but we got awesome Kong, man. I wish, I wish, obviously, she got a longer run as Karma, but that was like outside of even creative control. That was like bare different stuff in it, but we got awesome Kong in it. I would say, um, Ruckus. For the 2000 indies, without him, a lot of these sh- people won't be doing the shit that they're doing. Man. He's innovative as fuck. Um, next question from my guy, Groovy Jimmy. Big you up every single time, bro. He asked, Should WWE redo a cruiserweight division? Now Triple H is in charge and will no, likely have much more to I'll tell you why. Yeah. No. Because what they're going to do is, knowing WWE, there's not going to be a cruiserweight belt on Raw and Smack on Raw or SmackDown. They're going to make this own sort of like new brand where it's going to be. Elevation. I don't. Do you know what I mean? I don't to, think they'll to, do that. To, to honest, I, think I don't think, think Triple H in NXT it was handled okay, but I don't. I don't, I, I don't think it. Triple H will do a new show, but I think he'll. He, 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 Okay, I get you. I think they can make it work. I don't see the value of a cruiserweight belt because are there even enough cruiserweight stars on the roster? So I, I, as I, my my perspective on it is like 
all the guys who you're going to push to the main event, especially with Triple H in charge now, like he's, obviously Johnny Gargano is his guy, he's a very yeah. small guy. You're going to push them probably towards the heavyweight division anyway. So why why have it? You know? exactly. if, if, if you're going to actually keep the weight classes and make it be a thing, like the heavyweight title is for heavyweights and cruiserweight titles for cruiserweight, then cool. But... You know, it's like for, I loved the cruiserweight division. Like as much as they, I know everyone talks about the cruiserweight division in WCW, but like I loved like early two yeah, thousand, like, yeah, like Tajiri, yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio, yes. Nunzio, yes. like all Rick these guys. Okay. I used to love it, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. all those matches, like were only like eight minutes long or whatever, but no, it was just quick, it was entertaining, entertaining, and you know you got what you wanted out yeah, of it. Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> I think oh, this hundreds. is where the problem would be now. It's like you got a cruiserweight division. All these guys are probably going to go out there and they're going to be wanting like 20, 30 minute matches. And it's mm. like, bro, that's yeah, not your, yeah, that's that's, not, that's that's not not your role on the show. That was, role's for yeah. the main event. Last, last time they did it, they did it as 205 or something. Yeah. Yeah. 205, like, 205 is a big weight, man. Like, if you look at it compared to like you, I was thinking about this, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. John Jones is 205. That's what I'm saying. Nah, yeah. Daniel Gumi is 205. Why are they cruiserweights? Yeah. Yeah. They're man are light heavyweights. Yeah. 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 Mysterious. And cruiserweights before used to go up to like 225. Whereas now, yeah. Like, what's Mysterio weighing now? Like 190? Or do you think he's just yeah. like 200s now? No, about 190. He's, he's a small guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I'm like, when we met him, when he came down to the gallery, he's like maybe an inch or two shorter than I am. And I was okay. like, oh, wow, you really are quite small. But <laughs> he's Jack, though. He's like, well, then he, I don't know how big he is now. Apparently, I think he lost a lot of weight before he went back. Yeah, to I think that's stem cell surgery. But, uh, stem cell surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, his body's kind of. Yeah, no. Uh, so that's a no, Jimmy. Sorry. Sorry, um, next question from my guy, Mr. Frimpong. Um, big up over time, bro. Should the judgment day add another member? If so, who? No. Okay. Howdy. Um, Howdy. Um, and last question from my guy, Groovy Jimmy. He asked, Do you think it's too late for an R Truth Renaissance or could you have one more serious run? Like, not, the love not, necessarily, not necessarily world <laughs> um, champion, but something significant. A mid card title. If he was to go for Guntar, I could understand it. I could see it. I could see it. I can see. Trust me, everything I've been saying on the podcast, people think I'm chatting shit, and then when it really happens, trust me, I can see it. I can see it. In 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 in, in what way? In what way he'll be able to build his character, piss off Gunter, start beating um Ludwig Kaiser and these other guys, and go for the title, bro. You get me? It doesn't mean he's gonna win, but he's gonna go for the title. I feel like just the IC. Don't think he's How long for, would the match be? Even put a belt on him is yeah, possible. I the... don't think it's not true. It, it could be true. As as someone who's you really like... underestimating our truth, bro. You're really underestimating our truth. I'm not even liking your look in your face, bro. You're really, really <laughs> underestimating him, cuz. Really, you can you can put the belt. You can 100%. you can rocket strap anybody to that spot if you really want to. It all just even depends Seth. on how much a crowd gets into it. Even Seth the for the, the United States, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people sleeping on our truth. Bro, people are actually, you know what, yeah? I'm actually deep to I'm actually deep in Archie's career is flashing before my eyes. Mandem are sleeping on this guy. I see the vision still. Mandem yeah. are actually sleeping on this guy. But not, not as this comedian. No, 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 A bit more The one that's smoking cigarettes. No, do you know what I'm saying? No, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a You said the Gunter that lost me. No, the one that lost me. Sam, Sam, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? The Gunter thing could work here, but I think what's more believable, him and Seth Rollins. That would be sick. Because Seth Rollins tapped here. He's doing that whole like jokey, jokey thing and um. Which, um, thing but, but, sometimes, but sometimes you just don't want all seriousness all the time with, with, yeah, with Gunter yeah. because how many times are we going to see physical people oh Seamus who else is next no, I'll put it to you, you need you need a bit of humour bro you need character you remember, I'm sorry you can't just have the I see the visual still you remember 2002 Undertaker's Stevie in the Wonder. ring in the Royal Rumble mm. who Maven. eliminated Maven. Maven how funny was that 
It was a it huge was moment. He got his ass kicked afterwards. <laughs> but yeah. imagine, imagine SmackDown or Raw, whatever it is, in a couple of weeks' time. You got Gunter and uh, R Truth in a match. Everyone's gonna be watching our throwaway match, whatever. Cool, cool, cool. Truth's getting his ass kicked. Bang, bang, bang. Something happens. Gunter gets distracted. One, two, three. The place will we'll lose their shit. Insane. Even if you know, even I can't lie. You've got your feet. I'm telling people. Drops it. We'll get fireworks. We'll get fireworks. We'll get fireworks. We'll be fireworks. The thing is, R Truth is versatile. You can get the comedic style, and you can actually get like the proper Seriously work rate stuff I think when Zack Ryder like that uh, that mania where he won the Intercontinental belt that he went, went into that match he had insane. no heat he had no heat going into it no one was he. everyone thought oh they're just giving him a cool little moment he can have his Wrestlemania singles thing he won the belt and every, the, pl- the place went mental for him insane. and rightfully so he lost it the next day but that's about the moment isn't it don't sleep on the underdog trust where do you see R-Truth going I yeah, don't yeah, the track was so. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Where are you going to like his answer? <laughs> Where do you see him going? No, no, there's no 24 titles. I know, no, 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 I'm telling you, I see it. I'm telling you. I can see both of them. I, I, both I could see him pinning Roman, you know. He did, you know, what? he's... Uh, yeah, you know. I won't be opposed to that. I can't lie. Listen, listen, Amanda, Amanda. As, bro, as bro, time is going on here... Put these on. Jays, I can't lie. As time's going on here, it's going to sound so mad. Guys, don't cook me anything here. I see Roman losing the title in the most stupidest way as possible. As time goes on. And when I mean stupid, I mean stupid in terms of like... Something causes him to lose. For example, Sami Zayn being, um, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, into like Sami Zayn, Zayn distracting him. Yeah, mistake. Makes, mistake. Makes, makes or Jay, Jay losing his cool and just kicking, I don't know, like leaving the camp or something like that. Maybe accidentally kicks Roman. Yeah. Or I don't know. The, I don't know, man. It can go any way, bro. Any way right now. And I can't wait for it. Yeah, you know I think. What? Sorry, I've seen like a lot of people talking about uh, the possibility of like them doing Roman and Rock right at a Mania. Whether it ever happens or not is a different thing. But to me, it's like, as, what would you, what would the the good outcome of that match be? The only good outcome is just the Rock coming back. That's all. Well, this is it. That, this that's is, so to be, me, yeah. I'd love to see it. I'd die. It's a paper. It's a marquee match. It's great. But it's like Roman wins. Okay, that was just another match then. Cool, he got a bit of a rub, but he doesn't really need a rub at this point. He's already like the right up there. And then if Rock wins, it's like, cool, the Rock's champ again. But then it's like, well, but the Rock, what does do we Rock do with to, that? Does Rock have to be champion? Does the Rock have to be champion? No, no, no it doesn't, but that's... I, 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 I think we all agree what, that the Rock, the Rock does not need to win that WrestleMania. Oh, I don't think he needs to. No, I'm just saying, if he yeah. won it, if he won it, you're Actually, in a bit of a weird position of like, why is the Rock the champ now? But at the same time, you'd pop because it's the Rock. Yeah. But then if Roman wins it, you're like, oh, well, why did we bring the Rock? Like, what's, you know, it's a weird thing. I think it'd take a bit of something, but if anyone could put, like, WWE could, you know, prove over the years, that they can sometimes when they really fucking want to make do some well, what good you do shit. Then, what you do, yeah, is you tie it all together. You put The Rock and, and Roman there yeah, and then you have like, R-Truth come cash in. No, <laughs> no, you do no, you know what you do. They'll tie it together even better. You have like Roman and Rock, they're going to, the, the feud's happening, the feud's happening, then they get put together in a tag match against Malik and Costa <laughs> and, and Malik will take the belt off Roman. That's how we'll do it. That's what we'll do. Book it. We'll tag off Roman, just tag sure, off in Femme. Make sure to come back to the referee's podcast. Don't forget. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure, yeah. man. For sure. Come back to the <laughs> that. That's true. So. Oh, that's it. That's all the Yo, questions, guys. That's thank you very it. much, man. Appreciate you guys coming on. Makes yeah, nice, man. Man. Good up. Good up. Um, is anything you want to plug? Where, where can we see you next? Obviously, we know we're going to see you next. Yeah, we're going to see you with one foot on um, Antigogo and you guys' hands up. Cool. Mm.
Mm-hmm. But socials, man, where can we find you? Uh, so I'm on Twitter and Insta at the Costa underscore K. I'm Malik underscore PW. Same on both. Same on um, both. both will be. I think the next show we've got is that Progress show on the 27th of November. Um, wrestling Agogo and Akin Fenwa. Going to kick the living crap out of them. Let's go. And then from there, the sky is the limit yeah. and it's all fucking hours. I'm telling shoot, you now. Shoot a pen on anyone your out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we Anyone out there. Okay. Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyone out there who hasn't heard of us or hasn't heard of Malik and just doesn't really know what we're about, come check out this show. Check out all of our shit. That there's, there's stuff of ours more online. You know, there's well, way yeah. more content to come. We've got some crazy ideas of stuff yeah. that's not been done before in wrestling. and Or maybe it has and we've just never seen it. I don't know but we're going to try and do some cool shit entertain the people out there and you know just try and get our name out there that's all that anyone out there is trying to do as much as you know there's a lot of a lot of people out there a lot of wrestlers out there a lot of great talent out there we want to try and do what we can to stand out and uh, yeah we're going to fucking do it and we're going to kill it the next, this, watch this space the next year mm-hmm. I'm going to see like a special entrance like like new jacket or like you're going to rap to your theme like come on it's all coming I send it we need like a your jacket from like from the head like all the way like a cape oh. or just oh. like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a cape <laughs> like in Virgil now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's right <laughs> Oh, why, um, why no one said Virgil in the best black wrestlers thing? No that's his, that's his best. Yeah, Virgil's, Virgil's one of the first black wrestlers I've ever watched, isn't it? I love him to bits. Man. He's a hustler, that I guy. He's out there making black. Trust me, fam. I love him to bits, man, but I wouldn't put him as one of my favourite black wrestlers. You should tell them tell about the story that when Virgil conned you to... So deep this year, I'm chilling there, yeah? Just chilling. And I'm always lacking Virgil's shit because, yeah, I've, he's, a, he's got a soft spot in my heart. He's DM'd me. I see, oh, you see the Virgil from message from Virgil. So I'm like, what the fuck's this? So I clicked on it and I thought, oh, man knows about the podcast, innit? So I'm like, yo, Virgil, how's it going, man? Um, I'm a big fan, like, you know, I'm a big fan of you. You're the first black wrestler I ever saw. He goes, oh, my guy, man. I love that shit, man. But, boy, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> I said, yo, is this one of these, do you know one of these Twitter accounts that say, oh, I'm Michael Jackson, give me 500 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought it was that. So I'm like, I'll perform for you. Okay? Perform, yeah. <laughs> so I said to the good chat, I said to the good chat, I was like, man, look, Virgil's DM'd me this. Well, what, what, what's I say? What's I say? Because I'll just, just see what he's going to see what he's on, innit? I messaged him, I was like, yo, Virgil, what's the favor? And he goes, oh man, you know me, like, I just dropped a new game. Can you go and buy it from the store and rate it for me? And after we can, uh, I could do whatever, like, you know, we could talk after. So I was like, oh, bro, that'd be cool. I'll download it, whatever, and do a rating. So after. It was a free game, innit? No, I paid for it. It was one pound something, though. So I was like, cool. I was like, after I, do, after I buy the game, would you come on my podcast? Would you come on the podcast? He goes, um, yeah, man, we got to see about that, but just buy the game first and we can talk. I bought the game. I said, yo, Virgil, I bought the game. He goes, thanks, sir. I was like, oh, what about you come on podcast? Yeah. <laughs> How was the game? I felt the game was... Virgil, I love you, man. <laughs> oh, my God, Robert to Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Virgil pissed me off that day. I can't lie. Nah, but, oh, where's the DM now? <laughs> That's how they say never meet your heroes, man. Nah, bro, he broke my heart, man. Man, God, you, though. <laughs> there he is. You need to go to his signing and dash the game out. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Where's the message you sent? It's even taking long to load, fam. But yeah, big up Virgil. So check on, look, 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 see? Look, look, see? Oh, he gave it in heart, though. He said, let me know your availability. Wait, he liked that. I didn't even see that. You see, what we liked that last week. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, nothing like he did. Yeah, Message him now, Wagwan, Virgil. What's going on? Like, actually, you he's, follow, he's, follow he's, through. He's in hospital, though, isn't he? Oh, sir. Yeah, do you remember he had a thing in it? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh man, yeah man. He look, he look, look, look how he messaged me. Look at my fucking name. <laughs> he said, Anafi. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
He's a bull guy. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He's a salesman. Long time no see, man. I heard you on the podcast talking about me. I sound like a pussy. I said, oh, hey, Virgil. Wow, I can't believe you. <laughs> oh, bro, no, bro, come on. I was starstruck, innit? Because that's Virgil. Um, I hear that, bro. Come hey, on, man. Yeah, man. Jade Cargill message me, bro. I'll do the same thing. Yeah, Dill, boy. Hey, hey, we've like five wires. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, thank you very much for coming to the podcast once again. It's been a bro. Make some noise for that, man. Definitely to get you again, man. Honestly, man. Definitely to get you again. Um, catch these guys at the Progress Show. Catch Malik and Costa on the progress show on the 28th, 27th of November. They'll be taking on Antiogogo and Akin Fenwa. Whoever he is, anyway. Yeah, you got you got we're rooting for you guys still. I'm gonna try and come to that store. We're gonna come to that store. Make sure you shout us out in the crowd, like we're gonna be like these men are here, yeah. And let me man chat. You didn't come on our podcast. Trust me, fam. Um Oh yeah, man, I've been Anafi. Del Boy. Laps. NK. Your boy Sam Blacks. Wrestling podcast, the coolest wrestling podcast in the motherfucking world. Make sure you tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your nan, tell your girlfriend, tell your link, tell the thing that you took to be at one, tell the thing that you took to Mr. Chow, tell the thing that you saw in the airport. This is Wild Amanda. Wild Amanda. Wow. Jake Carter, I love you.